Welcome to All Along the Wasatch, a public affairs program produced by Bonneville Salt Lake City. If you would like to submit a request to be on the show, please email mparsons at ksl.com. Now, here's the host of All Along the Wasatch, Mike Parsons. Welcome to the show. Today's guests are Tim Jensen and William Wiggins. Tim is the president and William is the co-founder and outreach specialist at uh, Utah Veterans Alliance. Hello to both of you. Yeah. Hey, thanks for how having you us. Doing? Yeah, appreciate it. Let's start with uh, you, Will. So you were in the U.S. Marine Corps. You're now retired. Yes. Um, tell me about your experience in the military. Why did you initially join? Well, I mean, my whole family's been to war except my mom and my sister. Um, so it's it's in my blood basically to serve. Um, and, you know, I always watch the movies, that the Hollywood movies and glamorize. But I always had a sense of pride to serve and, you know, and, and so that's that's why I joined the Marine Corps. So did you pretty much grow up knowing you were going to? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, it took a little bit of time. I didn't join the Marine Corps until late. I was actually 25 when I joined. And so when I was 25, I was in there with a bunch of 17, 18, 19, 20-year-olds. So... Now, did yeah, you make more, them more mature. mature, or did you go down to their level? I would <laughs> like to think that I made them a lot more mature. Good, yeah. So, uh, Where did you serve? So my first duty station, so I'm a West Coast Marine. Um, those are the really only true Marines. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got East Coast and West Coast. But um, anyway, yeah, I served at uh, uh, MCRD San Diego, um, and that's – what were called Hollywood Marines, mm. and uh, my first duty station though uh, was out in Okinawa, Japan, and so that was pretty fun. A um, lot of a uh, lot of Japanese out there, and you know, uh, so that was pretty interesting. But um, there was this uh, really um, favorite, I guess, food called Cocos, and I didn't know what it was about, but I I. I I, sh- I soon learned about it, and uh, so I tried it out, and I got hooked. So And what is it? So it's chicken cutlet curry, oh, okay. and it's it's the best if you haven't had it. And you and can only get it there, I imagine. You can get it there in a few select states in the United States oh. currently. So what was different than you imagined once you joined the military? I'm sure you grew up with a kind of an idea in your head of what it was going to be like. You mentioned the movies that kind of glamorize it. Right. What was different than you thought it would be? It was nothing like <laughs> nothing. the Hollywood, <laughs> you know, glamorizing. Uh, basically, I I had to really wake up and you know figure out like this is okay. I'm I'm doing this. You know, this is real. And it, I mean, the training was just so intense, excruciating. I sometimes doubted if I was even going to make if I was going to graduate from boot camp, um, and which that's pretty crazy because I, I never doubted myself. Mm. Um, but yeah, the Marine Corps really tested my limits. And it's like, if you got to be a little crazy to join the army, the air force and all the other branches, but you got to be out of your mind to join the (laughs) Marine Corps. So any regrets? No, none at all. Good to hear. I, I, I love that I served and so I wouldn't regret – I don't regret anything. And how long ago did you retire? Um, so July 11th, 2012 is when I officially EAS'd. 
um, you know, uh, got out of service, end of active duty service is what EAS stands for. Okay. But, um, yeah, so it's been so you came home 10 years. You came home and you saw that there was a need because there are lots of veterans associations and veterans groups and support for veterans, but you saw that there was a need that wasn't being served. Kind of talk about that if you can. Right, yeah. So, well, when I got out, um, there there was not very much resources. Um, there was just the VA, and I'm not trying to talk down on the VA, but you know they they have their areas that they help the veterans in. But there was just so many things that the vet, veterans and their families they had to go through just to get any kind of assistance, any kind of help. So much red tape, mm-hmm. and so you know. We wanted to change that with the Utah Veterans Alliance. And that's where Tim Jensen comes in. Yes. So you got home and wanted to start this, and how do you know Tim? So I used to work for Tim, uh, basically fundraising, um, and I've known Tim for years, even before I joined the Marine Corps. So he knew me when I was sane until I'm (laughs) insane. So he's dealt with me. (laughs) So he comes to you, Tim, and what does he tell you? He um, well, he says I'm uh, just uh, got or I've just uh, got out of the military. Um, I'm struggling trying to find resources in this town, and as we can, as we all know, there are a ton of national uh, charities for veterans, but most of them only have a branch here in, in Utah. So what he said is, is there any way that we can start uh, a program here in Utah that is direct and immediate help for the veterans? Uh, because he, he was really struggling when he got out. I mean, he was living in a buddy's garage. He just, you know, he, he was having a tough time. And so I said, you know, I've been in the business for about 30 years. And I said, you know what, I have the resources to do this and start it now. So let's let's give it a whirl and, and see. So we started a program called Helping Hands for Utah's Heroes. And that offers veterans, active military, and their families uh, the opportunity to apply for a one-time grant for food, rent assistance, car repairs, uh, just about as long as we have the money, um, we will we will try mm. and make that happen. So it's a it's an amazing program. And like Will said, I've known him for probably five, five to seven years before he went in the Marine mm. Corps. And uh, and it was I think it was a good choice for him because he was struggling in the civilian life here. And so when he came out of the military, he was a lot more grounded and, and, and things of that nature. So it was it was a pretty awesome choice. Then you mentioned the Helping Hands for Utah's Heroes. That's still a part of what you do. I see it, saw that on your website. Yeah, that, that is our, our main program. It's something that we deal with on a daily basis. Uh, most of our requests do come from the VA and from the vet centers here uh, throughout the state of Utah. And we have helped veterans from all the way from Tremont and down to southern Utah, from Park City to Tooele. Um So we cover the entire state. Um, what happens is the veteran, if they're struggling, or the VAs, whoever wants to nominate a veteran, can go on our website and say, hey, this is my this is my case right here. You know, I was doing well. All of a sudden, you know, COVID hit, and we, you know, I started struggling with uh, my job or whatever, so they laid me off. Can you guys help me with a month's rent? And so instead of instead of just handing them out a check, we deal directly with the landlords or whatever entity they may need help with. Hmm. Um, so it's, it's, it's an oppressive program. It's something that the VA can't do or any of these other programs that I've seen don't do. Um, so it's, it's, you know, it's a platform that we can help immediately. So then you now change it to Utah Veterans Alliance. When did that happen? So we actually <clears throat> filed for our 501c3 status in 2016, received that at the first part of 2017 in February. 
And then that is when we started that that program and started help immediately. As soon as we started getting funded, uh, we started helping out veterans on almost day one. Um, so then that's also the, the first year that we started the Salute to Hero events. And that's something that I can either you know elaborate more on or let Will talk about. Yeah, we'll way. definitely talk about that. You've got a car show coming up. We'll dig into the details on that. The website, I should have mentioned that right from the beginning, it's the number four, and then the letter R, and then UT Vets. So four our four R U U Vets is kind of what yeah it sounds out to yeah, be. Little so, acronym there, but yeah. uh, so the number four, the letter R, and then UTVETS dot org. And when you go there, you'll f- see all of the information. There's a really great uh, resource page there. Maybe you could talk about that a little bit. Well, what will people find when they go to that resource page? Um, yeah, so, you know, basically it's like uh, to re-elaborate what Tim was saying, you know, um, if if any veteran or their family members, they need any kind of assistance, like if they're looking for jobs, anything like that, um, we've got a lot of companies that are pushing to hire vets first. Um, you know, uh, we're working, our main vision and goal is we're working to build a hero's house, which will not only address the homelessness and the veteran community but also help out the active military members because when they get their transition back into civilian life they have a you know a place to go Mm -hmm. they have three meals a day and we've noticed too like doing these events veterans we love to get together i mean (laughs) you know uh, the camaraderie and just just talking about our stories and just you know it's it's really great so so Tim, tell us about the car show. This not necess- is it a fundraiser or is it more of a get together like Will's talking about for the camaraderie? You know, a little of both. Little of both. Um, yeah, it's one of our events. We do two two events a year. We do one here in the the Salt Lake Valley area and one down at Southern at the Southern Utah Veterans Home in Ivins. Um, more more to the point down in Ivins is to get the veterans that are the most vulnerable vets out of that home down there out to have a day of camaraderie, mm-hmm. talk to each other, share their war stories. Um, I think that's been the most the most amazing thing to me since we started this is to meet some of these veterans and hear the amazing stories they I'm have. Sure. I mean, we've met people, you know, from the World Wars that talk about their flights on bombers and and all kinds of stuff like that. It's it, it it's truly amazing, and it's 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 a great honor to be able to to talk to these folks and find out what their stories are. And so, your sixth annual car show is coming up September seventeenth at Wheeler Farm. Tell us a little bit more about what what's going to happen and what we need to go to attend. Yeah, so uh, it'll be at Wheeler Historic Farm uh, September seventeenth. Um, uh, basically, we're going to have lots of uh, food trucks out there. Uh, we're going to have the National Guard. They're going to be doing the color guard, uh, bring a, a few Vicks out, uh, as well as their climbing wall. Um, there's going to be promotional booths out there and. Um, we're going to have a special, uh, um, I don't know what you want to call it, uh, session with, uh, a couple of songs, you know, uh, just to be a little patriotic and, hmm, okay. and, uh, so yeah. And of course prizes, we're going to, you know, lots of prizes are going to be raffled off and, and so, you know, it'll be fun for the whole family. So. Is it free to attend? It it's is free to attend. Yeah, yeah. and we'll have at least we'll we, we figure at least a hundred plus uh, classic and custom cars and motorcycles. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also have a tribute uh, booth that we set up every year to honor the the uh, men and women that did not make it back here. Mm-hmm. It's called the Missing Tent. Um, so it kind of shows a, a little buffet table uh, with all the cups turned upside down and oh, everything yeah. like that. 
and then we'll have a chaplain from the um, the motorcycle club up in Ogden bringing down his tribute motorcycle uh, for the World War II veterans. It's going to be going to be quite an event this year. You know, we're hoping to to get tons and tons of people up there to show their respect to our our men and women that have served us, and understand that our our freedoms are not always free. So. I can only imagine the goosebumps I would feel listening to a bunch of veterans sing the national anthem. I mean, that yeah. must be just such an emotional moment. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's amazing. So September 17th at Wheeler Farm, which is about 6400 South and 9th Eastern Murray from 10 to 3. Is there some overlap? Some of these guys with the classic cars, are they also veterans? Actually, it's amazing. When we started this, I didn't realize how many veterans actually are car guys. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, we have anywhere from 20 to 30 uh, veterans out there every year uh, to display their vehicles. Um, but, yeah, it's a... It's it's kind of a intertwined a little bit. Matter of fact, the the guy that does our show, Rock and Hot Rock and Hot Rod Productions, Blaine Thompson, is a veteran himself. So mm-hmm. he's the one that plays the music and everything for the for the show. So yeah, we get tons of veterans out. You know, both ways, both you know, and it is free to enter their cars as well. So they just have to be there and in place before ten a.m. because okay. we want people to you know not interrupt the um, the national anthem right. and the color guards. Right. And veterans eat free. Oh yeah, we get, yeah, oh we veterans eat free veterans that day. Free, I like yes. that. Veterans. I would imagine most veterans can put it away too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you know, like any nonprofit, the biggest piece to being able to do what you want to do is the fundraising. So where does where does the money come from in your organization? So we get uh, we obviously get donation dollars from residents, uh, from businesses, and foundations. Um, so we do write grants to try and try and, try and receive funding. But we also uh, will will does a lot of outreach and can talk a little bit more about reaching out to the local businesses to fill the the resource boost space. So, yeah, I'm, I've I've just been calling you know uh, businesses left and right. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a full time job basically, you know. Um, so we receive no government funding, like Tim said. We do get about ninety percent of our requests come from the VA. Hmm. So, but we. We uh, receive no government funding or anything like that. So, And hopefully when you're reaching out for veterans, most people are pretty good about saying yes, I would hope. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not always. <laughs> well, but, sure. you know, But, uh, you know, honestly, I'm grateful, uh, Mike, even when we get a no because or, – or a not right now because sure. um, that doesn't really necessarily mean it's a no. It's just a, you know, hey, we'll try us back later. And so I'm. I just I express out of gratitude whether we get a yes or a no, mm. you know, because y- you got to. I mean, if you don't, it's it's just gonna. That just shows, you know, yeah. that yeah, all you care about is just wanting more, right? So. And it's no respect to the veterans that the certain people don't want to donate. It's just that they have. 500,000 sure. different charities to donate to. Yeah, there's so, there's no shortage of good causes, oh, for sure. Oh, it's amazing in Utah, too. And, you know, doing this fundraising and being in a nonprofit charity, getting to meet with some of the other nonprofits, it's, yeah, it's, it, it blows you away, uh, some of the stuff that's happening in Utah. For and sure. Utah people are just the kindest. And, and I've been in tons of states in the United States, but I've never met people like in Utah. Hmm. Well, that's good to hear. Um, I always like to give nonprofits a chance to say thank you to some of the maybe big corporate sponsors. So at the risk of maybe forgetting somebody, 
who is it you, that are some of your big supporters that are there for you all the time? Me and Will have discussed this uh, <laughs> a little bit. A little and, bit. And I told him, I said, like you said, we do not want to leave anybody out right. or make somebody feel bad. So we, we just encourage everybody to go to our website. Okay. And we actually have a sponsors page on there that actually has our logos and our links on there. So they can just go on there and support the ones that support us. Uh, by, you know, uh, shopping at their stores or doing what have you. That's probably a safe way out, Will. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best one. You you would inevitably forget somebody. So So some questions that I have just, um, you know, we all say support our troops and we support our troops and people have stickers that say we support our troops. But that's literally the least you can do is put a sticker on your car that says support our troops. How can people step up? You know, not everybody has money they can give. How can they help? Yeah, I mean, well, even when we're doing these events, um, you know, we could always use a helping hand, (laughs) basically, so to speak. Um, But we've even we've had lots of veterans requesting to move, Um, you know, me and Tim. And, you know, we have just a little team. um, And so to keep on you know, calling and and to keep that funding coming in. Basically, you know, we could always use a helping hand with our our projects that we have. Um, they can help out that way. Of course, we could always use monetary funding. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said before, our main mission is to get this hero's house built. Um, so, so if people don't necessarily have the money, but if they have the time and the talent, they can volunteer and donate that that's appreciated as well yeah so what i'd like to add is that people can follow us on facebook and when we do have a service project that we need extra hands on um our our uh, levi lee that's our our army veteran that does our facebook you know he'll put out a shout out and say hey we need some hands to to do this backyard project for a veteran or whatever it may be so you know tell them to follow us on on facebook okay and that way too they can see you know what's happening when our next events are we're going on and if we do need some extra hands to, to do a project, it'd be great. So Utah Veterans Alliance, if you look for that on Facebook, um, it should pop right up, it right? It should. Yes. Yeah. Um, kind of along that same line, Will, you know, we always say we support our troops and we want to support right. our troops. And there's always plenty of money when we first go to war. But then when they come home, sometimes there isn't that money. How can people show their appreciation other than the obvious, you know, Ways I, I know when I see someone in uniform, I'll often say thank you for your service. But I don't know if that's become kind of trite, if if that's appreciated. When someone says that to you, is it appreciated? Honestly, Mike, that that shows that to me, like that you're not just focusing on a single day, like Veterans Day or you know, or Marines' birthday or the Army's or Air Force and so on. You know, that that's that right there shows that you know how to express gratitude. Mm. You know. Because, yeah, I mean, saying thanking a veteran, you know, or saluting them for their service, that goes a long way. I mean, just give them, you know, hoping, wishing them a happy, you know, that they have a great day. That You would be surprised how much that will actually bring somebody's day up when they're depressed. And, I mean. That's good know, to hear because uh, I, I say that and I wonder if they think, no, oh, everybody says way. that to me. <laughs> that goes a long way, Mike. So that's Tim, cool. so you haven't served. I haven't served either. As a civilian, what is your view of the state of our veterans in our country? We can definitely do better, but where are we right now? Well, and I can tell you doing some of these service projects, going out to some of these houses directly to a veteran's home and seeing some of the conditions that they live in, it is just appalling. 
So I think that the, the United States has to do better for our veterans. I mean, there it, 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 would, it would probably blow you away, Mike, to go out to one of these service projects with us and see some of these living conditions. And I'm thinking there's got, I mean, there's hundreds of millions of dollars that flow through the federal government, and they say that it's going to help veterans, but I just don't see it. Mm. So somehow we, we need to reach out more and, and take care of our vets. Um, so that's, that's where I see it on the civilian side. Um, it's just to me, it's it's appalling. It really is. Yeah, and I, you know, just looking at statistics, the numbers of suicides, the number of homeless veterans, it's just not acceptable. Yeah, yeah. and and we do list that on a resource page where the suicide hotline's on there. So, you know, anybody that's struggling, you know, with their PTSD or struggling with you know thoughts of suicide, reach out to somebody. You know, and if you if you live around a veteran that you see struggling, you know, go over there and shake their hand, thank them for their service, and ask them how you can help. I mean, don't just don't just leave them there on their own because that that is the worst thing you can do. So, where do you see Utah Veterans Alliance? Where would you love to see it five years from now? Well, if uh, if it was my dream today, we would have the Heroes House built, mm-hmm. and this would be a facility like Will was mentioning earlier um, that would address the homeless veteran population, but it would also address the transitioning veterans. Um, we're looking to have uh, education room in there, finance room, uh, cafeteria, uh, you know, weight room so they can relax. But just more of a, a gathering place for our vets and the general public to come out and say, you know, hi to their vets and say, hey, this is a, a cool place. So we want to have a communal uh, building done in five years that the vets could start using. And, and, and obviously I'm getting up in my years, so I hope that I can get this <laughs> completed before, you know, before time's out for me. And I want that to be part of my legacy that oh, I live this for you. world with. Yeah. Well, Will, I have never been to basic training, and what little I know about it, I know that there's no way I'd make it through. So God bless you for not only making it through but serving Thank our you. country. I, I really – I just admire our veterans so much because it's something that I know I couldn't do. And and so the, the the fact that there are people like you that are doing it, I, I really appreciate that. Well, yeah, and uh, you know, one other thing that I I didn't mention, I mean, my whole inspiration it, it's my brother. I I have to give a shout out to my brother. He's a walking miracle. Um, he's been blown up three times in Iraq. He was in the uh, Army National Guard, and uh, he come home, and you know, he had an accident, and. Uh, Got his brains blown out, and uh, he survived. He's a, uh, you know, he's just a walking miracle, and uh, you know, it, it's he's my inspiration. Mm-hmm. Why we started this Utah Veterans Alliance, and so we're hoping that we could just inspire more veterans, you know, to let them know they're not alone, and you know, they always have a brother or or a sister by their side, you know, that's willing to help them out. So. Well, it's good work you're both doing, and the rest of your staff. I'm sure it's not just the two of you. I'm sure that there's lots of people involved. Uh, how many uh, staff do you have, and, and is it mostly volunteers? So we currently have no. We currently have six employees okay. um, that help run this. So we are pretty small compared yeah. to a lot of the other yeah. nonprofits out there. So that's why Will was saying sometimes we do struggle when we're trying to do one portion of the business to try and you know help on the other side. But we always make sure that the service projects are first, and then the the money will come later. We'll figure out a way to get that. So. Well, the website again is the number four, the letter R, and then utvets.org for our ut utvets.org. You can go there for all of the information. And again, the 6th Annual Car Show is coming up September 17th at Wheeler Historic Farm. 
from 10 to 3, totally free to go. And if you're a veteran, go get free lunch for sure. Uh, anything else you want to tell us about uh, veterans in general or your organization that we didn't cover? Um, I mean, just if any businesses or organizations, foundations would like to be involved at all, you know, like it can go to the website or or if anybody's interested in getting their name on one of the facilities, we are really trying to – we're pushing for that, you know, to get completed because that will at least help about 35 to 40 veterans. And so, you know, that that's what we're really pushing. Uh, we could always use – like. You know, like you were talking about, more more help, more a helping hand, I mm-hmm. guess, um, to basically help with our projects and things like that. And so, great. Well, th- it's a pleasure to meet both yeah, of you and chat. Good. And thank you for what you're doing in our community. Yeah, thank you, Mike, for having us. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Appreciate you. Thank you for listening to All Along the Wasatch with Mike Parsons. If you would like to submit a request to be a guest on the show, please email mparsons at ksl.com. That's mparsons at ksl.com. 